This is Tony Thomason. Today is Monday, February 16, 2015, and today I'm interviewing for the first time architect and artist Tom W. Scheffelman. His wife, author Janice Scheffelman, is joining us for the interview. This interview is taking place at the Scheffelman home located at 1405 West 32nd Street in Austin, Texas. This interview is being done for the Austin History Center and is the first of what is planned to be a series of oral history interviews with Austin Architects. Hello, Tom. Hello, Tony. Uh, could you tell me your full name and when and where you were born? Thomas Whitehead Sheffelman, born October 3rd, 1927, in Seattle, Washington. Did you grow up in Seattle? Mostly, mostly, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, although uh, I spent some time as a teenager in Tucson, Arizona, and uh, at one point, in fact, see, when I was 11, I went. I was enrolled in a basically a a. Uh, uh, Pony Apollo School, and the, where all the teenage boys were had these these uh, rich ponies, and we could my family couldn't afford one of them, so they bought one of the, our cheap little little uh, I guess you'd say uh, what, what what kind Mustang of, mu little Mustang, and when I in front of the other boys when I first tried to get on him, he tossed me off. <laughs> and uh, so I spent uh, much of my first few weeks there under going under training from the, the, the horse trainer on how to relate, relate to a horse. And uh, I finally, Choco uh, let me on. And uh, but but he but we couldn't play polo, so uh, he we used to go up in these, these beautiful climbs up into the Catalina foothills all by ourselves, you know, lonely walk. So I had a great relationship with Chapo. And uh, then then uh, later on uh, when I moved down again to uh, Tucson, Arizona, I went to. The, uh, the high school there, the, 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 no, the junior high school there, yeah, Roscoe's Junior High School, and then on to, uh, uh, then back to Seattle for the rest of the time in the, in the high school, ex except for the last last year when I went to, was sent down to Shriner Institute in Kerrville, Texas, oh, which mm -hmm. is it was really a fine place. And uh, I fell in love with uh, the hill country of Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, also, when I was in the Navy for a little over a year, I was stationed in Navy Pier in Chicago, which was a wonderful place at the time. And then, uh, of course, when I uh, came down to the university, after uh, leaving Kerrville, uh, I went to uh, UT here in Austin, but did my graduate work at Harvard in Boston. So I lived in Boston, which was a lovely experience too. Yeah. Well, when did you know that you might want to be an architect? Uh, I don't know. I I think. You know, I always loved to draw from the time I was three years old, I think. But uh, I also had, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, uh, I was fascinated with the uh, uh, temple of Karnak photos and my Compton's pictured encyclopedia that just was a, an eye, eye, eyesight. And then uh, I, uh, we had, I was really stimulated by the ar ar architect that 
gave the career day presentation at Roosevelt High School in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I remember also uh, when I was younger attending services with my father in the beautiful St. Mark's Cathedral, Episcopal Cathedral in, in Seattle, which was uh, a great, I guess you'd say, Renaissance uh, duplication. And also uh, publications uh, of work by Frank Lloyd Wright mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, his work and his career. And uh, anyway, I didn't know that later I would be uh, under the blessing of one of his competitors, uh, Walter, Walter Gropius. That's right. At, at Harvard. But, uh, so, and I attended the School of Architecture uh, from a bachelor degree at UT and uh, did really did real well there with my drawing ability. Mm -hmm. It was way before computers. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I went on to Harvard Graduate School uh, of design for my master's degree. Tell uh, how you got, how Walter Gropius invited you to come and be in his class. Oh, well, one, one of my fellow UT students, uh, that was, I think, a year ahead of me, was it Jim? Jim yeah. Jim mm -hmm. Pratt. Mm -hmm. He went to Harvard. And uh, anyway, uh, he showed me, uh, he showed, uh, Walter Gropius, uh, a sketch. I, I helped Jim on one of his projects. I did the preliminary interior design sketches for him, and he showed those to Gropius. And so when I came up to Harvard, I was invited to wow. come. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you applied then. And then, then I applied and. Well, actually, I think you were looking at MIT and Harvard, and yeah, when you visited right. Gropius' class, yes. or, or when you helped Jim with his drawing, yeah. and Gropius saw them, yeah. he said, why don't you, why don't you come and be yeah. in my class? Oh, <laughs> I, I remember now that actually when I came to visit uh, Harvard, uh, I was visiting Jim's class, basically, and I did, that's right, and I did it, the interior perspective drawings for his group there and Gropius saw it and he invited and he, you know he's the one that as he said if you want to come to Harvard remember that that uh, architecture is not about buildings it is about these spaces inside and outside and how they are connected and he invited me to, to attend the school. Did anyone else encourage you in architecture that you can think of? But um, how did your parents? Oh, tell what, what your they? father said. Oh, uh, my father. When I, I guess it was maybe after that uh, career uh, inter, inter review at at uh, Roosevelt High School on architecture. I mentioned, I think I mentioned to my father, Harold, that uh, it really interested me in being an architect. And he said, I am so glad that you want to be an architect and not a starving artist. Because <laughs> he was a professional lawyer. <laughs> he wanted you to be a professional. Right. right. Artist and professional? He didn't, and uh -huh. he didn't see artists no. as yeah, a profession. No. So, how long have you lived in Austin? Seventy years. <laughs> Would you believe it? Yeah. No, that can't be right. No. Well, let's see. Well, if I came, mm -hmm. I, if I came what? to Austin to attend UT from Kerrville, from Shriner Institute, uh, that would be the beginning of my living with some interruptions in Austin. So you were 18? 
I don't think it's quite to uh, 70, but... Well, let's see, what, what, what is it? 1950, 1951 was when I came to the School of Architecture. So, mm. count. Mm -hmm. Somebody do the math. <laughs> I'll just write that down on okay. our notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't do math right now. Okay, good. So, you graduated, you got your master's, you came back to Austin then? Yes, I did. I, I was actually, I think I was encouraged to come to work for CUNY Brooks and Barr, mm -hmm. uh, which was a pretty well-known Austin architectural yes. firm in, in those days. So uh, they encouraged me to come and work for them, and, and they gave me, a, right away, they gave me a design, a design project. That was a, it was a Perry Brooks building. Oh, you worked on the Perry yeah. Brooks building? And uh, it was pretty bauhaus you know, it was a square. <laughs> what other firms did you work for? Well, I I got to know, of course, uh, uh, Charlie Granger. Mm -hmm. He and I went to I think I went to a party with Charlie Granger and his wife and. And uh, he was a partner with, with Arthur Fair, Arthur Fair, and uh, I don't know whether they encouraged me when I was still at Kidney Books and Bar to come work for them or what, but anyway. No, it was when you told Kenny Brooks and Bar, Howard Bar, in fact, when we were going to get married, oh, yeah. and he and Howard Bar said, "Well, how long do you need to take off?" And we had already planned our year-long trip around the world. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tom said, how about a year? And he said, ah, oh, no, we can't hold it that long. But meanwhile, the word got around and Arthur Fair said, you have a job when you get back. Yeah, right. So you came back from your honeymoon and then... Right. <clears throat> talk about that trip around the world. I know about the book and I've read the book, mm -hmm. but for the interview, well, How did that influence your art, your architecture? Oh, to to explore the rest of the world's architecture at the time. I was very open-minded at the time, and and I and of course I was fascinated with the the uh, images and the philosophy of Japanese architecture. Mm -hmm. well, you know, it, it was it was basically uh, based on very simple. Uh, structure uh, and structuring of spaces and and uh, the relationship between in indoors and outdoors and and uh, how art was part of the architecture and uh, just I, I, as it turned out I ended up uh, those magazines have I think there are four or five or six magazines that have my articles about uh, what, what was the name? What was the name of the article? Articles. I think it was called "Impertinent Comments on Japan on, on Japanese life or on Japanese life and architecture." Yeah, something like that. And these are in Texas Architect huh? magazine. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the AIA journal. And the AIA journal. So it was. Uh, yeah, they published those articles and and my sketches. Who was I did. I had a lot of fun doing sketches when I was there. Mm -hmm. And some of those are in the book. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. They're, they're all. I have all of the the issues. Half at least half a dozen that that uh, were part of my story. Mm -hmm. You can open up and show her one. Basically. Well, that won't get recorded. It's okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. But when the the AIA journal, when they saw it in the Texas Architect, they got permission to publish oh, them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. So you went on your trip. 
you came back and you worked for Farron Granger. They held your held the job for you. So this guy. Yeah, they 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 were uh, intrigued with uh, the Japanese influence on my architecture, mm -hmm. my design, which you know was is the was a uh, really really beautiful down to earth. And uh, did you feel compatible with Central Texas and our climate? I would think the indoor outdoor. Oh yeah, well you know, and partly Walter Gropius's uh, statement statement when I arrived, architecture is not about buildings; it is about these spaces inside and outside and how they're connected. Mm -hmm. And uh, and of course exploring Japanese architecture was one way to explore that philosophy. Sure. And, uh, and it had very a great influence on my approach. I think mm -hmm. it was Gropius that said, go east, young man. Oh, That's he right. encouraged yes. you yes. to go. Yeah, yeah. he said, go, don't, don't go to Europe, go, to, yeah. go east, young man. <laughs> That's okay. right. That's what he said. So, what projects did you do that you felt you most got the opportunity to use that influence? Oh, uh, the, the one that had the most uh, influence was the Golden Pavilion. The, yeah, the Golden Pavilion. And I, I researched with the owner, uh, let's see, what was it? Oh yeah, here, it'd be on the next page here. Oh yeah, research the Japanese temple house. Uh, the, the house I designed, or, or helped him design, the owner designed, the, uh, was the Japanese te temple house outside Wimberley. I researched with him the Golden Pavilion Temple at the UT Architectural Library. And that was basically the, the story, of, and one of the magazines there has pictures of it. So it's just a private residence then? It was a private residence, but mm -hmm. it was, really looked like a Japanese temple on the side of the hill. And is it still there? I assume so. I assume so. I haven't seen it in a long time. I think a key to Tom's way of designing and relating to a client is just what he said about he helped the client design it. Mm -hmm. He's very good at listening and yeah. uh, using what the client said in the design. Well, yeah, we had the residents to make, make people's dreams come true. Tom and Pat. Rick, Rick's house remodeling and Patty Pruitt's house remodeling in Navasota was inspired by our book Victoria House mm -hmm. and uh, Harley, Harley and Valdi Browning uh, I did for them with them, with them a Bauhaus style in Pecos named and they named it Voltheim or Home in the Woods uh, with one of the Austin's earliest solar-assisted hot water heating systems. So that was a great experience. Mm -hmm. And then there was Tommy and Sherry Jacks. They named their house Tudor, Tudor Redo. Complete renovation of existing house with very close client architecture collaboration and extensive research into Tudor architecture. In fact, they bought a whole Tudor house in England, bought the whole interior paneling that's and, right. And you put it together in your house. That's right. Yeah. That's wow. right. And you like you like all that research. Oh, I just love I love working with them on that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just my, my research, but our research. There you go. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, at what point did you leave other people's firms and just start your own? Your own firm. Well, what really happened was that, uh, let's see, uh, 
I guess I was with, uh, let's see. Well, you were with Farron Granger when Rollin Reznor asked you to come and teach at UT. Oh, oh and teach at UT, yeah. right, that's right. Mm -hmm. So it was my entrance into UT and teaching architecture there where I began to meet other teacher-architects. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of whom was Ellen Taniguchi, mm -hmm. uh, whose father, you know, designed the garden. Right. And uh, and and uh, he and uh, and a couple of other um, students uh, agreed to start start our firm together. Uh, Walter Grappia, <laughs> Walter uh, Backer, and uh, and what was David Minter and David Minter. So we all formed the firm. Taniguchi, Shuffleman, Backer, Mentor. Right. <laughs> that was the name of the firm. And we partnered for several years. But then uh, we began to break up uh, with uh, Backer and Mentor. And uh, so finally Ellen and, and I parted. But, but at that time, by that time we had hired Jim Nix. Mm -hmm. He was one of my favorite students at UT. Just a, just full of energy, you know. And uh, so he and he and I agreed to uh, leave and form our own firm, Seffelman and Nix. Or Schnix. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I came into the picture when I met you. It was Sheffelman and Nix. Schnix. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were together for years um, until finally uh, I got so involved for one thing in, in uh, um, uh, illustrating and painting. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally decided uh, uh, years later to just retire and be, be a starving artist. <laughs> become a starving artist, which wasn't so the case anyway. So, uh, what year was that approximately? I mean, I know it wasn't a when we left? definitive. When we parted? Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it, it just sort of had, had two careers and then it just moved on. I, I would say, what, five years ago? Maybe about five years ago. Okay. Four or five years ago. And I think Jim is still, he still has his, has his, has his firm downtown. Mm -hmm. So, were you active on city boards or city commissions or? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. Okay, let's see. about your favorite client. Well, we can even skip that question no, if you like. No, it's there. I know it's there. <laughs> I do too. I know it. Oh, here it is. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I was Austin Chapter AIA president for a year or two, mm -hmm. I mean, for more, maybe more than one term, but then uh, I was also absorbed into the, the Austin Design Commission, 
and, uh, and then the Shoal Creek uh, Trail renovation in Austin tomorrow. Oh, that was a big one. That yeah. was that was definitely one I was mm -hmm. uh, busy in. I forgot which one I uh, 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 worked on the uh, redesign of Congress Avenue. Was that? Uh, that well, it wasn't with a committee. That was just uh, a project. Are you sure? You I, yeah. I thought it was. I, it grew out of being part of a committee, though. Well, maybe so. Maybe it was the Austin Design Commission, but anyway, that but that was an, in effect a civic project. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, and I think I worked with a couple of other people too on the redesign of that that uh, part of uh, Congress Avenue from what was it from Sixth Seventh Street down to. Oh, the whole, we did the, the we looked at the whole avenue. And you worked with Bob Harris. Yeah, I worked with Bob Harris then. So this must have been like the very first Congress Avenue yes. redo. Yes, right, redo, right. Mm -hmm. It was a, the first one where we, um, we changed the parking arrangement, you know, mm -hmm. to head in parking between islands with trees planted in them. That, that whole concept of a whole new street design concept. Uh, without making the the the, the, uh, the traffic lanes narrower, right. and uh, and of course the light fixtures and everything else, the paving, that, the paving, the paving. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we changed the paving. That was a uh, a grand project. So yeah. that was all the way from the river to the Capitol. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Was right. that when they widened the sidewalks too to make? They were. I think they did way. widen the sidewalks. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But uh, you actually walked a little bit of a sidewalk to get to the, your car, you know, mm -hmm. in those islands. But between those, we they planted we planted with the landscape and tree and planted the trees. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite design, urban design projects, I think. What are some other projects you worked on just in Austin? Well, they, uh, I didn't mention it here, but uh, they, uh, uh, they, uh, Water Creek, um, uh, master plan and 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 development oh, okay. for the lower Water Creek um, redesign, in which we uh, created uh, pedestrian walkway spaces and and uh, bridges and things like that mm -hmm. along the way and and uh, mm -hmm. you know deepen the creek to for flood control. And we did ha we did design a tunnel for the last the last several hundred feet to the lake, but uh, that that was over the budget. So that was the first iteration of the Waller Creek. Right, uh, that was. That was the first renovation mm -hmm. of Waller Creek. And it was your firm and yes. a landscape firm from Dallas, I think. Yes. Let's see, what was... It I, was don't, I don't remember the names. Oh. Uh, but this... The History Center has a copy of that plan, that plan. A book. Well, in mm -hmm. fact, I have a book of the plan in, in my studio if you want to get the other names out of it. We, if we have it at the History Center, mm -hmm. we can get it from yeah. there. Mm -hmm. was, uh, what was its name? I don't remember. It was a bunch of partners. Yes. <laughs> sort of like a law yeah. firm. Right, right. <laughs> So did you enjoy your urban design work the best, more than doing buildings, you think? Or? Oh, I just think each one, each has their, their, their joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although, I, you know, it was a, a real ego trip to be hired to do an, an urban design project. You know, you're designing a lot of spaces in the city. I would think a lot more collaboration, a lot more people. Yes, we have, you have a good, always work with a good team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you have a favorite client in your projects? Oh, well, let me, let me see if I... <coughs> favorite client, huh? You had lots of them. I had lots of favorites. All favorites. Oh, okay. You don't have to pick one. <laughs> here, here. Huh? Oh. The bottom. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what was your favorite client, and why? Well, City of Austin. I love working with the, the city people on that project. Mm -hmm. They were very supportive, and vice versa, and. Uh, and for churches, uh, I had quite uh, several churches, but the one I thought of this time was Michelle Pond, chair of the Taiwanese Presbyterian Church Project. She was a lovely lady, <laughs> and uh, and but the most one of the most patting on the back person I worked with was Bob Mossman. He was chair of the Bethany United Methodist Church from site master plan to sanctuary completion. And he really he really knew how to work with people. And then uh, for residences, uh, Tom and Pat Rick uh, Ricks, Tom and Pat Ricks, I really enjoyed their house remodeling. Patty Pruitt, the, the house remodeling and Navasota inspired by our it was inspired by our book Victoria House. No, oh, yeah, they Patty Pruitt and her family happened uh, bought that house in Navasota. Yeah. And then found out about the book that we had used that house as a model. And so she contacted oh, I see. Contacted us yeah. and Tom helped them with remodeling. Yes. <laughs> all because of a book. Yeah. So the house really didn't get moved. No, that no, house didn't no, get moved. No, no, no. And then Harley and Baldy Browning. Uh, that was the uh, most Bauhaus style in uh, rising up on off Pecos Street, nicknamed Baldheim. Quote, or parentheses, home in the woods was one of the Austin's earliest solar-assisted hot water heating systems. And then uh, I really enjoyed working with Tommy and Sherry Jacks. Uh, complete renovation of existing house with very close client architect collaboration and extensive research. So the house got the name Tudor Redu. Tudor Redu. R-E-D-U-X. And uh, and oh yeah, that, that was a Japanese temple house outside Wimberley. I enjoyed researching the Golden Pavilion Temple at the UT Architectural Library mm -hmm. for the owner. And and uh, uh, for for uh, for a bank, Ed Rowe, uh, president of the American National Bank. Mm -hmm. But that was my first big job. Actually, when I was still with uh, Kenny Brooks, Cuny Brooks and Barr, Eddie so appreciated my work as designer with Cuny Brooks and Barr that he helped finance Genesis and my honeymoon hobo journey to Japan and around the world. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say he loaned us the money. <laughs> yeah, loaned us the money all along the way. Yeah. So it really was a bank thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that that building has been recycled into um, a uh, advertising firm now. Yeah. It was yeah. the state comptroller's office. Yeah. It's at Sixth uh, and Sure, Colorado. Yeah. Yes. I and saw you there the night of the the gala. The gala. The gala. Oh wow! Yes. I remember that. And oh. they recognized Tom there as a designer. Yeah. 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 That's well, a wonderful building. Yeah. Oh, it's it was fascinating to work with, mm -hmm. work on. Mm -hmm. 
And Tom was working on that when we met. So I will never forget going to the opening celebration. <laughs> it was almost like the gala, somewhat 50 years later. Um, and, and we met uh, Hans Knoll of the Knoll Furniture yeah. Company. And we told him we were going around the world, and he said, "Ah, oh, you must go to Paris and and help design the American Embassy in Paris." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've forgotten the architect's name that did that. Yeah. Now, but I uh, a well-known architect. Yeah. But that didn't work out. We didn't history. get there in we time. Get, well, no, because we had not, we you know we came to Paris by the one year long way trip from You would have been Japan. the other way. We yeah. went to, to Japan eat. first and we spent so much time we didn't get In Japan and India yes. and Cambodia mm -hmm. and Thailand. <clears throat> and there's some special art in that bank building, isn't there? Was that done oh. as part oh, yes. of the, oh, yeah, yes. the project? Uh, that, now that was I, I think I was responsible for getting Seymour mm -hmm. uh, 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 Fogel, Seymour Fogel oh, yeah. hired to do that. Yeah. And for a long time, it was covered up by a mural of horses, yeah. mustangs. I guess that's when the comptroller's office was there, but they didn't damage the mural underneath. Mm -hmm. So the present advertising firm took that mural, the horse mural, off and restored. And, and they restored. Fogel's painting, just glorious. How did you know about Fogel from school? And uh, well, all I do remember was that I, I, I uh, remodeled a, a little building out in the country somewhere for, for Fogel for their house. Oh, okay. So I, I worked on their house, and and, uh, and it was really fun because uh, it was, a work of sculpture, if there ever was one, the closest that I ever came to that, with his, with his uh, encouragement, and uh, the, uh, and what's interesting is that his son Buddy uh, uh, is a partner with uh, with uh, uh, Robin R Robin Door uh, for images of Austin. Used a oh, gallery. Uh, you're getting Seymour Fogel and uh, Ishmael Soto mixed up. Oh yeah, well, that's, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, but you knew Fogel because he taught art at UT. That's right. That's oh, where I got okay. to know. That's right. And is that house still out there? I, it's Ishmael Soto's house. It's, it's Ishmael's house. Yes. Oh, it's still there. It's still I there. See. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about design process and how you like to approach design? The, uh, in the pre-computer days? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I would, often I would start with a, uh, first sometimes we just looked at, at magazines and books and photographs and, or looked at a, at, a, at a place that they were uh, that they were uh, inspired to follow, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, the. Uh, so what your clients liked, you got a yeah, sense. Yeah, and uh, but then uh, the first step was starting with perfect with uh, plans and uh, site plans and perspective sketches, and uh, and this just to help them visualize what they're they were getting started with. Mm -hmm. Tom yeah. is known for being able to sit down at a table with clients across from him and sketch something upside down so they can see it, wow. but it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> One of his partners was really amazed with that. But uh, that, that was the way it was. And, well, as I say, it was also 
sometimes going on a little tour with the clients to look at places that they were inspired mm -hmm. by. So mm -hmm. it's a very, uh, it's a complex process, really. Do you like, after the designs starting to take shape, did you enjoy the working drawing phase? Or well, it's, it's just going in, it's going into architectural details. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, some, at some point, the, the details are so detailed that uh, we can just uh, uh, modify them into uh, con construction documents. And of course, you know, put more di dimensions and everything else that has to mm -hmm. go on them. Did you like the construction phase of projects? Uh, sometimes I did, yes. Particularly if, I, if we got a nice con uh, contractor that uh, uh, worked with us often, may often making changes, you know. Mm -hmm. And of course, I would work with him on making drawings or or dimensions, working on dimensions or whatever it is to help him with his pro problems in construction. But uh, Were there any contractors in town that come to mind that you worked with more frequently? Oh yeah, I have, I wrote them down here, let's see. One was uh, Dan Hoffman, he was really a great guy, mm -hmm. and uh, Don Hubner. And uh, who's now a professor of geography at Texas State? <laughs> Don Hubner. Yes. Yes. And uh, and Perry and Perry, husband and wife team. It was oh. lovely to work with. Let's see, what was the project we worked with them on? Uh, the uh, I'm not sure. Who? What about the Taiwanese church? That was. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe that was Perry and Perry. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <coughs> we had and sometimes, well, like Bob Mossman and Michelle Pond, they both really participated in the development of details. Mm -hmm. The clients. The clients, mm -hmm. yeah. They were really great at that. Is that all of the contractors' names that I picked up in a minute? Let's see. Contractors' names don't stick. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, sometimes I'm the contractor, <laughs> like on this house. Well, well Donnie Hubner. Uh, Donnie Hubner uh, yeah. worked with me on yeah. it, you know. Mm -hmm. You may say he nurtured me. <laughs> Was there anything about the whole process of doing a project that worried you the most, or in general? Um, I know that's a strange question. Well, I think what I I wrote down something though. City regulations. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that yes. would do it. Sometimes, and uh, but that was a. Uh, you know, a negotiation process quite often, mm -hmm. and uh, because I did have respect for uh, most of the city rules. Um, let me see. It's when just that they got more and more complicated, but yeah. that's right. Fortunately, you had Dan Vaughn there to figure it all out. Oh yes, yes, we had a, a really a, a bright guy that could. Uh, get into fantastic details to work things out. And that was one of, he was one of our firm members. With Shuffleman Nix. Shuffleman Nix, yeah. Everyone needs one of those. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh yes. But let me see, the question he had was what? What was that question he had? Oh, I was asking if there was anything about the process of doing a project that worried you more than any? Well, cost is often an issue. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And uh, as I say, so were some uh, some uh, regulations, making them work with realities. And uh, 
time, time schedules. Mm -hmm. so some people. The usual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, <clears throat> well, let's see, time. And of course, the relationship with some of the people who I was working mm -hmm. with. project was it that you did, you worked on when you knew your career was taking off? And you had made the right, let's say, you made the right decision or uh, would that have been the bank? Yes. Uh, the American National Bank I think was the, Sounds was like the. It. That's when I fell in love with him. Oh. <laughs> Everything was going well. <laughs> that was a great uh, opening to the reality and wonders of being an architect. How did y'all meet? Well, we met uh, in Aspen, Colorado one Christmas when we both happened to go there to ski <clears throat> and we happened to stay in the same tiny little lodge. Uh, and, and we uh, met particularly, I think, at, at the, the, the lovely Glückwein parties that After the school. owner, who was German, mm -hmm. uh, would uh, have for their tenants. And uh, that, that, was the that was the beginning. Were you and living, you weren't living in Austin? No, I was living in Dallas. And I think that's when we first held hands. <laughs> in Aspen. In Aspen, Colorado. And how much time was there between the meeting and the wedding? Well, we met at Christmas and we married the following September and mm -hmm. left the country. <laughs> yes. Left but I came to Austin to live in between then, so we got better acquainted. Yeah. So you left right after the wedding on your... We did, yeah. We Around the world honeymoon. We, uh, yeah. we got a, what is that call, a car where you deliver it, you don't have to pay anything, you don't have to buy the gas. Yeah, oh yeah, a buyer's car or something. I don't know, you take it to another city where it's sold. A dealer's car, it was a dealer's dealer. car. Dealer's yeah, car. I guess, yeah. So you, <coughs> so they let you, they for a very small price, they let you take their car no, 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 they they they, they don't it. charge anything. They don't charge anything. Yeah. All we do is pay for the gas. And you drove it to the west coast. And drove it, drew it, oh, okay. uh, and, and drove it to uh, Long, Beach, Long Beach, California, California, from Dallas to Long Beach, mm -hmm. and left it. And Got on uh, Japanese freighter. The Tsushima Maru. And say something about the book that talks about your trip. Well, years and years later, much too later, <laughs> I decided to put all the story of our trip down and fortunately we had written letters home, both of us, and they were saved. And also we wrote articles for newspapers, Tom wrote magazine articles, and so we had mm -hmm. all this material <clears throat> to make it seem immediate and mm -hmm. all the details, which I would not have remembered otherwise. And That's so it was a giant puzzle to put together, yeah. but it was fun. It was fun to remember all these yes. things, and you remember something and that brings on another memory. So it was like taking the trip again. Yeah. Sure. And of course, I, I preceded that with uh, my articles. Uh, what, what, is that, what was the name of my articles about Japan in the, all of, about half a dozen, you know, months issues of the, of the, uh... The Asahi Shimbun asked us to write articles about our impressions. And so we wrote, and that's Tokyo's major newspaper. <clears throat> and so we did that and Tom did. They paid me $25 to write the article, and they paid Tom $5 to <laughs> illustrate it. <laughs> so we made $25. $25, and that was enough 
uh, to rent a place we lived in in Tokyo for a month. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what, what I'm trying to think of the name of the name of the. Oh, those articles you wrote for the Texas Architect? Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was called Impertinent Comments. Yeah, Impertinent Comments on oh. Japan. <laughs> we already mentioned that, but... Yeah, Impertinent Comments on Japanese Life and Architecture. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, backing up to big picture again... Um, Are there any projects that didn't come to fruition that you started to work on or that maybe never happened, that you wish had happened? Hmm. I have a way of forgetting those. Mm -hmm. um, well, you did enter the Roosevelt Memorial competition and oh yeah did not win <laughs> did not win right but and where was the Roosevelt Memorial to be built in Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Yeah. well <laughs> and and uh, let me see hmm that you didn't I don't think you designed anything really for a client that didn't happen. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Some for some reason I have I've been able to forget them. Uh, you might be one of the lucky architects who this didn't happen to. Uh, uh, yeah, let me see. Uh, I'm quite sure that. You made your clients so happy by listening to them. Yeah. You didn't have any disappointment. That's good. Well, I think our firm sometimes did, and I forgot which one. Well, well, that's okay. Better forgotten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Here's a sort of non-architectural question. Uh, it's personally, what are you most fascinated by outside of architecture? Jan Janice. <laughs> oh, that's an excellent answer. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Did Janice respond to the answer? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, he actually said that. <laughs> that's well, a good I, answer. I'm, fa I'm fascinated with uh, the scenes that I paint. Mm -hmm. You know, I get inspired by some, some scenes. And you're doing a lot of Austin urban scenes right oh, now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, and he lets me name them. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So, mm. what is your process when you paint? You're not sitting out on the street painting. Do you take photographs and then you? I do do that, but I sometimes do sketches out in the street. Oh, okay. You know, in a in a sketchbook. Mm -hmm. But you have also painted in Italy and Greece. Oh, yeah. That's you right. You took an easel and you painted on site. That's right. When I was um, uh, fully involved with the the. Uh, uh, no, it was a flying colors painting. Flying colors workshop paint. Uh, yeah. Painting painting workshop, and we had easels and paints and brushes and everything, and we painted we painted on the site, and sometimes uh, and that was. Uh, that was. Uh, we were we joined that some of us from the Waterloo Watercolor Group. Mm -hmm. That was a group that I had participated with for years, and sometimes uh, have won some exhibits with with them, and and also participated in some work some other workshops in addition to the uh, the Blue Sky Workshop. You mean Flying Colors? The Flying Colors Workshop. And in uh, some of those, we we did on the sketch and painted on the on the site. And uh, I think mo most most of the members did that, didn't they? 
they see that rather than no the flying colors group they all all painted on site right but the Waterloo watercolor group uh, they we had different you know, some of us used the workshop their workshops were indoors yeah indoors you know with uh, looking at photographs and doing sketches from them and then mm -hmm. bl blowing them up into paintings so and you that, and that's what I do now mostly and when you worked on your books with Janice when y'all did those together <coughs> um, are you still doing those yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yes, yeah. we have one coming out in uh, Co Seoul, Korea, uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. About. Hi, uh, Papa Hayden. Papa Hayden. <clears throat> it's a sort of a follow up to our Vivaldi mm -hmm. yeah. book. Um, we, we and there was not a, an American publisher that wanted it. So I sent it to Seoul, Korea to the publisher who had bought the foreign rights to Ivy Valdi. Yeah. And they bought it in three days. Uh, so my feeling is that Korean parents want their children to learn about Western high culture. Um, and so it's coming out only in Korean, but it has all of Tom's wonderful paintings in it. Yeah, it's been, been fun. So what that was inspiring to visit uh, several trips to Vienna and do mm -hmm. sketches and photographs and things there. So tell me about the process of one of your books and how you approach it mm -hmm. and who decides so, what the topic will be. Well we discuss what we're interested in and um, we both loved Vivaldi's music and we began to wonder what kind of man he was and where did he live mm -hmm. and when he found out that he lived in Venice which is our favorite city yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, he was known as the Red Priest. We knew that that, you know, that would be a book, a picture book, and of course Venice is an architect's fantasy. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> so it, I, I research it, I do most of the research, and I write up a draft and divide it into what I think will be pages and do little stick figures <laughs> and make what's called a book dummy. It's just sort of a model of a book and then... Some of them are really cute. Tom takes takes that and enlarges and makes a beautiful drawing and then eventually a watercolor. Mm -hmm. But you prefer to go to the site of your book and... Oh, uh, we never write about a book. We never write about a place if we haven't seen it. Right. Yeah. At length. I mean, we spent, we went many times to Venice and once stayed two weeks in the square where Vivaldi's childhood home stands. Yeah. yeah. And, the same, and the same with uh, Vienna. Same thing with, with Papa, Papa Hayden. Hayden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do you have a favorite building? Our house. <laughs> Your house? Yeah. <laughs> Which you designed? Oh, designed and actually built with the assistance of Don Huebner as a helping contractor and my our two sons, Carl and Daniel, when they were growing up, they, they helped with construction. Mm -hmm. So we had a wonderful time together. Family project. That was a family project for sure. What year did you build your house? 76, 1976. Right. We, we completed it in 76. Mm -hmm. it took us about a year, more than a year to do it, you know, to design it and build it, arrange and for and build it. Would you have any advice for young architects or architecture students today? Well, of course, you know, I am a uh, foreigner to computer design mm -hmm. process. 
but uh, I'm 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 not sure just how how it would fit my learning how to use a computer to work with them as students. Uh, in the good old days when it was when I was teaching architecture, it was before that, and and, uh, and I really enjoyed teaching them uh, uh, freehand drawing and and uh, dimension drawing and uh, whole, taking them through the whole process. Right. So you'd have concerns today that they're missing something by not doing it by hand? Is that well, uh, one thing I realized, because I'm aware, I'm aware of the fact that with a computer you can do a lot of things that you used to do by hand and and uh, and, and it's easy, and, it's, and if you're good with a computer, it's easier to do, quicker to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I just haven't taken the time to really use a computer yet, have I? Nope. But you always had people in your office who could take your sketches. Yes, and that's right. And do it. Yeah. So sure. you didn't really need to. Yeah. Yeah, particularly when it was Sheffield and Nix. Yeah. And we had. Dan Vaughn, who is just a com computer genius. Well, I think even Frank Gehry just crumples up paper and makes shapes and yeah. <laughs> handle, you know, do this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, a sketch is and let somebody else do the Yeah, you still, still, still a pays to be able to do a sketch sometimes, get somebody started in the mm -hmm. computer. What do you think about the direction Austin's going in urban design-wise? I think you should read that, uh, what's his name, article uh, on the front page of the Statesman today about uh, they, they, the traffic, the traffic chaos of Austin. I did read that article. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but about sprawl. Yeah. But I don't think that article is entirely true because Tom and I both love the rebirth of downtown. Um, not everyone can afford to live there, so there's still mm -hmm. suburban sprawl. But we both love the urbanization of Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, they haven't gone all the way with it uh, in the transportation. Yeah, there you I go. Feel. Mm -hmm. Sure. It'll have to happen. It's, it's, uh, I can't believe anybody's going to make it happen, but it's got to happen. I know. I was down there in the middle of it. I know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but... Well, but still, the traffic there is not anything like it is in the surroundings. Is no, it? fortunately, if you live down there and you don't, I don't have to drive very much. I walk everywhere. Yeah, that's that's, that's the blessing. ideal. Yes, yeah, really helpful. Um, well, where do you live? Where where was the location? I forgot. I live at the Spring Condominium, which is. The most western tower. It's right by Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just gravitate more toward the Lamar corridor and mm -hmm. west of Lamar. So. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I still think it was a good. It was right for me. Mm hmm. Um, I'm willing to live very small in order to to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm jealous. <laughs> Except that we can never leave this house. <laughs> yeah, leaving this house would be like leaving a part of me. Yeah. I could see that that would be very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and where would we put all the paintings? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I know that, but, but we are still, you know, we're very much very close in. And Sure. The, the site we found right down on Shoal Creek. And it's very natural, yeah. and yet it's close to the urban area. Yeah, I we, think. Can, we can walk to the university. And 
So you've lived here for almost yeah, 40 years. Yeah. Longer than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're close to the end of our questions, but I wanted to give you the opportunity if there is anything we haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> We How about really, that? You can write we down. We really Duh. covered it. <laughs> you feel like we've covered it? Okay. Well, she's not writing down things. She's speaking them. I think we've said it all. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, thank you.